0: Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the Adulthood Revisit podcast. I'm your host Richard Kisten, and glad that you can be with me, spending this time and energy on this episode. Again, I hope you're doing well. These parts of New York, boy, it's beautiful outside. It's 90 degrees, sunny. I can't wait to be outside. Anyways, I'm very excited with you. Uh, I'm very excited to be with you and share a very special guest today. Uh, he's someone that I've, I've gotten to know in a Uh, coaching mastermind capacity in a group that we're in he's a fellow digital marketer Ronan Henderson all the way from Ireland is it
1: yeah hi Richard thank you Ronan how are you very good very good and um, yeah it's it's a nice day here too actually thankfully not as not as high as 90 but um, I think mid 70s
0: or something which is
1: nice and manageable for us it's
0: very good perfect baseball weather so yeah uh, very cool so rodent uh, again I, I i know a little bit about you again we're, we share the same space in terms of affiliate marketing digital marketing uh but you've got you know one thing we were talking about before we hit record was kind of the paths that are our, our lives or careers anyway sort of parallel so uh, i'll open the floor to you and maybe if you want to share a little about you know where you are right now what, how you got there and and we'll go from there
1: sure yeah so i suppose i'm as you say we we've kind of come across each other through the this, uh, affiliate marketing side of, um, things. And we're, we're both on a journey there to doing the, this coaching masterclass and, uh, and that kind of area, how I kind of ended up there. Um, I suppose in the last seven years I've been doing digital marketing, uh, generally for between agency and brand for companies. Um, during that time, I thought, okay, I, I I like a lot of the areas, but I do need to focus on one because number one, digital marketing is so massive, <laughs> so broad that uh, you cannot do all, you know, you, you kind of think to yourself to start. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, a few tweets here and a few Facebook posts and a bit of SEO and email marketing and pay- pay-per-click. And then you go, well, hold on, things start to spiral and it's just, <laughs> it's too much. You need, obviously that's why there are agencies and that's why there are, people focused on one or maybe two things. Um, so I got into pay-per-click ads, Google predominantly, but did Facebook ads as well. Um, but Google ads would be my specialty and, and, um, we do it here in, in Ireland and the UK for, you know, small to medium sized companies, some larger ones, which is, which is great. And it's just getting their, their, um, message and product or service out there on Google. You know, obviously they, it's the pay-per-click, um, process that they that they choose so that's that's all fine and it ties in a lot with affiliate marketing anyway in terms of how you can you know if i want to create google ads i've no real problem in doing it i don't want to do too much of that because obviously it costs money as a, you know to, to promote but down the line certainly and it's something i don't have to learn which is which is great um how i came into this in the first place seven years ago i was you know, 40, 41. So I was in the printing game for 22 years. And I, you know, came all the way from an apprentice and worked up to like production manager level, you know, decent enough, good good companies in, in Ireland. But the, you know, the, the, the downturn in the world of 2007, eight, nine, just put paid to some of that. And it, As I was kind of telling you earlier, two redundancies in about four years, and I thought when the second one happened, I go well. This things has got to change here because um, I need to be in something more stable, something I can maybe drive myself as a future. Looked at, I knew a little bit about digital marketing. Knew, you know could see uh, things happening there. Just looking online and, and this type of stuff. Did a couple of courses. Um, did a very good one then in a postgrad diploma. At the end of two thousand and well, the middle of two thousand and thirteen, and then I became an intern. So I had my qualification. I had a you know a company that would take me on for uh, say nine to ten months. um, Was on minimum wage, you know, Um, learning from people younger than me as well, and (laughs) that kind of aspect. But I didn't care. I knew this is this was an area I wanted to do. So because I knew there was a lot of scope there and at that point I wouldn't say I didn't necessarily know I wanted pay-per-click or Google ads or, you know, that, that would have been my channel, but I I was interested in that and SEO probably the most. Um, So from, from there, um, you know, working with a couple of agencies and small brands, you know, kind of two, three years in each, leading up to now where I am um I've I've been able to develop that but what I see in affiliate marketing again is another step because I've always while it would be great to open maybe an agency or something um it is much different kind of work the affiliate marketing side of things that I see I, I, I think I like it better perhaps and I can see I mean there's multiple offshoots and different things that can be done anyway so um that's pretty much, I suppose, where I've got to today. You know, in that respect.
0: There, there's a lot. There's a lot that I want to pack there. Uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. If we can jump, jump to the beginning. I'm just curious about this because you, you yeah. spent time, a lot of time. Uh, you know, the, it seems like the first half of your career. You mentioned this apprenticing and whatnot uh, in print media, right? Or, you know, printing whether it's um, digit, printing for smaller companies. I don't know if it was. Uh, paper product, but what what was that experience like? And and was that something you just fell into, or something that you pursued? Yeah,
1: to be honest, it was something I fell into because my father worked in in a company at the time. Um, he was what you know, what they would class as a foreman, you know, the general manager, um, a very a very fair man and a very kind of could be you know firm but fair. Um, the printing game would have had a lot of, um, you know, hard hitters was, you you know, people were, they didn't mince their words. They didn't take any, any crap. They, you know, if they didn't like things, they told you, you know, it's that kind of, you know, element to it. So as a, as a learning curve, you know, I, I would have seen the different type of people and understood the way they, you know, they work, and and I could see how my father would deal with them, as well in terms of being being that sort of firm but fair, having a good enough relationship with them to be able to give them a bit of a direction, you know, when they stepped out of line. Yeah. Whereas the let's say the owner or the the actual boss, he would have been dealt with in more, more contempt because they would have seen that far too much as an authoritarian figure you know that kind of aspect i suppose so anyway i mean that i i I fell into that because after school i was kind of what i didn't know what i wanted to do i wasn't you know wasn't particularly happy with things and he came to me and he said look there's an opportunity here if you if you like um so the printing became for me it was desktop publishing anyway It, it, it kind of moved into that space um so i would have had a lot of dealing with graphics and you know all that sort of apple max and all that kind of stuff kind of creative on that on that side of things which is how the digital aspect i suppose evolved I would have had a lot of computer skills anyway um so that that's that's where that came from yeah yeah
0: so i'm kind of yeah i'm I'm all i mean i'm just assuming but i'm kind of already seeing one it's probably it was probably a like a formative experience because, in terms of the clients you were dealing with, or you know, the customers you were dealing with, in in that business, right? It maybe got your your mind thinking later on, like connecting dots between different industries and whatnot. Did you know as you were there? Um, how, if you don't mind me asking, how long did you work at that place or within, let's say? Yeah, yeah, at, the, at that company for a bit.
1: At that one, I was there. Um, eight years.
0: Okay.
1: My father was there for seven of those eight years. He retired in in the you know the last year. Um, I stayed on another year. Then I, I went to Australia for a year. Um, did did printing out there too. Was obviously it was all. I mean, you could do other jobs, but when you you know and it was a, a year away, so you know I thought, well, I'll still make good money. I know what I'm. I know how to do the job. It's transferable. You know, I don't want to go picking. Um, fruit in a farm up in Queensland or whatever, you know, that that a lot of people I, do. As you
0: say this, I'm curious about that, like, because over time, and again, this is something that I've started experiencing, you know, you reach a point in life where I don't know if you ever asked yourself the question, am I enjoying what I'm doing? And mm. like, when you, when you, yeah. you reach that point where, you know, you were there for eight years, did you say to yourself, well, this is something that I, I want to keep doing or... That, that trip and that time away gave because then when you went to Australia, you ended mm-hmm. up doing you were printing again. So I don't know if you ever if those thoughts ever crossed your mind. Yeah, no, not probably at that
1: point. Got to it. be fair, um, I was happy enough. I mean, the eight years I had in that company, yeah, it was probably long enough. You know, um, maybe as as younger, the younger generation of that time, you what i what i'm referring to is i looked at my father worked for 49 years in that same company okay most other people around let's say where we lived and stuff their their parents or father i mean typically it was the the father who worked going back you know i grew up in the 80s really so um you know mo- mostly it was the dads and most of them only maybe had you know, one or two, maybe three jobs, just depending, obviously, but nothing like now, whereas we're all, well, not all, but I mean, a lot of people are in a job for two or three years and moving on, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Um, I think employers are used to that now. They're right. used to looking at CVs and going, oh, he was two here, three there, a year and a half there. It's become more of the norm. Um, so, but I'm not saying, it's not something I had looked at even that back then, but I I was thinking you know just I do want to change I didn't I wasn't thinking about changing career but the next eight to ten plus years then yeah that that was when it would have kicked in you know more so getting a bit fed up probably you know just with the yeah
0: so you're in Australia was was the um, like what was the the intention of going to just you needed a change of scenery life happened I mean, it, it was,
1: it was a thing whereby, and, you know, I don't know about maybe in in Ireland and the UK, a lot of people took a little time out in their mid twenties or early twenties or late twenties, whatever, um, to go to America would have been one, Australia would have been another. They may have gone to Europe, but the problem with Europe is the language, you know, depending on where you went, you, you would need to speak French, you would need German, not so much now. Um, so... Australia was a, a prime, albeit very far away. Um, I had a brother out there, so it, it was, and friends were going, you know, we were, it was a, a group thing, it was a, you know, it wasn't like upping sticks with the family, it was just <laughs> me and my couple of friends or whatever. So it was a thing that people kind of did then. And, and, and so it was viewed as well, realistically a year out and a bit of, a bit of fun. Yeah. do the job, make some money and, you know, be able to travel a bit around there, you know, which we did and come home and then settle back into life again, you know?
0: All right. So at this point, you, you so after this, let's call it a sabbatical. Let's call it a life yeah. sabbatical. Yeah, um, yeah. So you come back, so you're back in Ireland after, after Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then at this point, it seems like there was maybe now you're starting, was this where the transition to, I guess, digital media started to occur? Um,
1: not initially, but there would have, it would have been quite quite soon after, yeah. So I, I suppose I got a job in another big printing company in, in Dublin um, who would have had a lot of facets. Uh, digital printing was, was something that was re- really coming in. So getting into that, so digital printing basically is like, I mean, you probably know, but it's it's no plate making involved, which was camera work film you know making the plate from that, and the plate goes onto the machine and and you've inks and you've everything. this is a you know glorified photocopier as such Well, nowadays they're absolutely incredible pieces of equipment but um you know it's it's, it's it looks like a photocopier sits there you you set it up, you send your file and, and then the and the prints come off and it's it's fantastic. And that technology evolved over the years, and very quickly because technology, being so as such, it just you know it got better and better, and things got you know bigger and better and faster, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, that, that came in and, in and around that time um, for me. I suppose the the advent of it certainly in Ireland. Um, so I would have had another, as I say, maybe. 10 years in the digital printing side of things as opposed to the traditional element but it would it would all involve computers so it was really computer to machine as opposed to the other steps in between were all all gone and ultimately it's the cost effectiveness of it for short-run printing for businesses and, and companies or whoever whoever wanted whoever needed um comparative to the, the other process of making the plates and all that sort of stuff takes just a, a lot more yeah. costly you know yeah
0: um it reminds me of the, this i just uh, i forgot what it's called it's like the law of compounding tech ah, i forgot it. but it, as, as technology yeah. it's the the gap between the advancement gets shorter whereas you know let's say travel the first car may shorten the gap to 10 years then the next yeah. of the car shortens like two years and years Anyways, I don't know why that. Yeah. Uh, so, no, but
1: that's, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's that kind of analogy, you know? I
0: um, think at this point, it, it seems like I want to dive into now, like the transition from print to sort of where you found your home for the next couple of years mm. in, in the internet world. And again, it's yeah. like advertising and, and uh, paid marketing. So what, what caused that jump or did you just see like, this is this is where it's at and, and let me get ahead of the curve? Or what, what fostered that? Yeah, change? a little bit. I, I would say in 2004,
1: I think, um, I came across Google Ads um, that were at a very early stage. And I didn't really fully uh, know. I came across something, I think it was ClickBank related. And they were saying you can create Google Ads, you know, get your account uh, and sell whatever the products are online. I was like, okay, this looks interesting. I got into it. I maybe spent like $50 or something. Uh, nothing happened. I was like a bit bemused going, okay, that was a lot of, that was a waste of time and a few, <laughs> a small bit of money. Um, but it was something I, i remember then as as time went on and and you're looking on the internet and you're seeing ads and you're going okay this is yeah i can see what and the, you know the internet was much slower i suppose or you know not as mainstream as obviously it is now it's absolutely everywhere um and for anybody listening as as we would know you know mobile phones have only really come in to in the last what 10 years or so um into a, a real sort of you know smartphone aspect um, some kids around don't, don't, you know, obviously they don't even know that sort of thing. But uh,
0: yeah, uh, I remember it, when it minutes my... were a big thing. When minutes were a big thing.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Going out and telling people, I'll meet you there at such and such a time and you better be there because if you're not, I won't know where you are. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, over the next number of years, I think it just, keeping an eye on things seeing a bit more about the internet digital uh, digital marketing understanding it a bit more and i thought okay no there's definitely something in this that i kind of like and um kind of wanted to aspire to it but it was always that nearly chicken and egg moment where you're going well i can't i can't start this because i need money i can't leave my job because you know i just and where and how do you start you know that's the
0: you said something that that piqued my interest. Have you ever explored that question? Like, there's something about it you like. Have you ever like sat and thought about what about? Thought about like exactly what that is. Whether it, if we're talking about the the landscape of digital marketing, right? If, yeah. Like, affiliate SEO PPC. Um, like, have you ever thought about what it is about that game that you like?
1: Yeah, um, hard to pinpoint. Um, I like the the sort of the seamless um, journey that if, if done correctly and, and, and well, that a user goes on to get to an endpoint, you know, um, like doing Google ads, I know typically, obviously dependent on the persons, uh, the company we're advertising for their website, depending on how good or otherwise it is and relevant and, and all that.
0: You know, I can tell if
1: someone's going to do well with their campaign or not. You know, the ad is one thing, but without a doubt, we, we know because we see the data from Google, we see what people click on and things they've typed in and they've clicked that ad. And I've seen some ridiculous things. You're they're, they're not reading, you know, they, they cannot be reading that actual ad if they've clicked it. Either they're just, you know, messing or or whatever they, they trigger happy or something that they click. But so the journey to the end point, you know, you, you, you know, typically if their pages, their landing page is good, if they've a good enough product or service they you know, authority, whatever it may be you got that they'll, they should do okay, you know? So I don't know, it's kind of like that journey. I like to see um, and the completion of it, if you know what I mean? Yeah. now there's obviously completion in a in a production line of you know printing let's say you know because the end product is either a book or a magazine or a manual or whatever you know it may have been even leaflets um but i do like the the sort of simplistic you know it's it's all clicks it's all out there and it's it can be done just so seamlessly
0: you know i i asked that question because that's that's what i'm i'm dealing with right i'm between my, my law practice of my own affiliate marketing. Right. Mm. I, you know, I'm not going to say that I've made it work. And I think the like that game of every day I wake up like, what, what can I do today to sort of make this, make this work so that it, and I, that, that to me is so fascinating.
1: You're looking Um, to better it
0: every day. It's definitely a like for anyone who's in it. I think it's a system that you can create, whether it's, you know, selling something a product a service whatever it yeah. is but like the, the game of and figuring out okay well i've made mm. this slightly more efficient than this it, yeah. better engaged you know it's, it's it's that that to me i really i really enjoy that and
1: i yeah i think that kind of um comes from analytical kind of focused minds i would be more on the analytical side i mean i've I use Google analytics a lot for obviously the work I I do and it's great because you can see, all right, this is not working or this is working or God, we got great reaction to this here, whatever it may be, you know, but like that when you, when you were saying about waking up in the morning and, and wanting to better things, I've been, I suppose with the lockdown, you know, we, we have a dog and it's kind of getting too well, the lockdown is pretty much over now here, but I mean, when we really weren't allowed to sort of leave the house only for an hour a day, you know, I go for a walk with the dog in the evening, my wife might do one in the daytime and I'd be out walking and maybe listening to a, uh, an ebook or, you know, audible, whatever, or some music. And I'd st- I'll start, especially listening to, the, to these type of books where, you know, think and grow rich or some of these, you know, kind of entrepreneurial inspirational books. You start thinking, and I I find them great, actually. I'm looking for more and more of them to read. But what I've done now is I've got a dictaphone, or a little little voice measure, because if I'm listening to it on my phone, I can't stop and record myself saying something, you know, taking out the phone and stop. And So I have a little separate, and I'll just pause, and I'll I'll think of something, and I'll say it. And just little ideas that I might come across. um, Because you do forget them. Yeah, I'm walking like I might walk for five kilometers, and you know, and about an hour, an hour plus. And you know, I thought about something there earlier. What what was that again? So you know, I think. But these are all little things, and I've read that from from books as well. You know, to to say you know jot down things if you can. Or so that's why I said I'll buy a little
0: dictaphone just to be able to record
1: some of these I may ideas have to do that.
0: I didn't want to spend any extra money but I may have because uh, not dear you yeah. know I echo that I like I walk my dog two to three times a day we're usually out for each walk is about approaching an hour yeah the same thing I'll listen to podcasts or book and you're yeah. right I come I, I have these ideas and say, oh my god this is such an incredible yeah. idea I come into my apartment take my shoes off like what?
1: <laughs> where where are they gone you might remember one out of five or right. something you know
0: Right.
1: Um, but yeah I think a, a little tip for anybody I think it's, it's worth recording <laughs> it there you, go. There it you in go, some
0: way. there's a golden nugget via the yeah. um, all right I want to turn to now sort of the space that we're in because you're still you still work agency side uh, yeah. with, with clients and whatnot so you get to see that, that part of it but we're, we're sort of connected in the, the affiliate marketing space where everyone kind of does their own thing um, I, Yeah. and so what, what got you here? I know you, they, the markets, especially when you're involved in, in digital marketing agency side, it probably lends itself very well, but then there's also the extra leap that you have to take to say, I'm going to do this for me. There's mm-hmm. no other, there's no clients or so that you're servicing. So yeah. how, how did you, what was that decision-making process for you to actually start, you know, spending the time, energy, money, to to learn and get into affiliate marketing.
1: Yeah, I came across um, uh, let's say a, a guru <laughs> or one of these super affiliates, and he had an email, you know, of a, a four night email sort of process, and it was video based, about a half an hour each, which I found fine, and it was all on ClickFunnels and how you use it, what it is, what it can do. The affiliate program, all that sort of stuff. I thought it was very good, and he sent them some material as well, promo stuff that you can use. And now he, at the time, was kind of advocating or, or not advocating, but kind of saying solo ads are a, they work, you know, and they're they're not a bad area. He said they're not for everyone always, but so I got into doing solo ads, and I got a bit burnt there because yeah, I got a couple of trials that started and then they failed. And, um, but he was the, the initial sort of, uh, link for me to start. And I just got into it as, as I was learning more about it. I said, yeah, I'm gonna, look, I'm going to give this a go and see what I can do. So I had a, the blog side of it wasn't too hard. I did a couple of reviews, small ones on a website. Now I've got maybe 30 or so kind of reviews of different products or yeah, it might be five or six on one product and, and that kind of th- thing. Blog is one thing, you know. You do need a bit more uh, traction from you know the likes of Facebook group or video or you know YouTube, whatever, whatever maybe. But that was the initial um, transition. I thought, yeah, I can, I can do this at night. You know, I can do it a, a little bit at the weekend. Um, I didn't want to be putting much money into it and. Uh, I, you know, I have a credit card and I tend to use it sometimes. Don't, <laughs> once I can pay the minimum payment off, I'm not always too too worried. So, you know, I put a few quid on that and um, didn't really get much return out of it. So I kind of parked things a little and kept following people and said, well, I need to learn this better, you know, or find a better way. And that last year, I mean, I, I've, I've known about um, a number of people out there and been, just been following them and looking at their emails, looking at their videos and how they are on Facebook. And while you see all that, it's still very difficult to, to, to sort of take in exactly the best way or the, 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 I mean, there is no secret, but publishing every day is the one thing or being active every day with people. And, and that, that is the, the real you know, nugget that we have probably both um, getting to find out. I guess you know. Um, so that that is the that that was how it started, and and then I did realize I do need proper sort of mentorship uh, with someone who's experienced, it, gone through it, done it, can tell you no, you shouldn't probably do this, or yes, this is what you do need to be doing when you're not doing x or y or whatever so um yeah that, that would be my take there
0: is there a why to that i mean is there an end goal or if i were to ask the question right now in where you are in your life I and mean, we all have monetary goals and and whatnot but is there is there a picture of what success looks like or again maybe why you want this to work for you um
1: I think over the years, <clears throat> somewhere in there, I've always wanted to run my own business of some shape or form. Um, obviously, you know, pl- plenty of people over the years had said to me, well, Why don't you set up your own printing company? Why don't you? I'm like, Yeah, I don't want business model and business plan and going to the bank and, you know, raising money and having having employees. And, you know, I've seen all the, stuff that goes on and how difficult it is it's just another headache i'd rather be the employee at that point but looking at the digital world and seeing how 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 effective it can be for one person without a doubt um if you if you become successful you you do need more you know more bodies and a a few people to to help out with day-to-day um things that that are when you, when you when you grow as big as some people are they they just cannot do it on their own um which is a good headache that, but that is that is the area i'd like to be in control of what i do okay if i mess it up i mess it up it's my own fault i'll i'll take it on the chin um i won't be able to blame anybody else um so it is it's kind of a wanting to control my future i suppose and also wanting to be able to go well i need to do something this afternoon so i I have to go off and 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 do something i want two or three hours free and you know that you don't have to ask somebody you know people talk about traveling the world and all that yeah that'd be great but i don't think i'm i'm not sort of at the stage i am and you know family it's not going to happen we could go on holidays yes but Nice, nicer holidays, perhaps, and, and further away ones. But it won't be going on for six months, or whatever. But that that's what a lot of these gurus will. I suppose they're trying to entice a, a younger, maybe, person into it in a way that the they, they say, oh yeah, you travel to Bali or wherever you know, Australia, America, Europe, or whatever you want, and that's your your thing. So, but I think the control probably is the is the is the answer for me.
0: Yeah, I hear you. That resonates with me. I think um, not to di- not to like digress too much, but I've been I've been running my own law practice for ten years now, and same thing. It's it's I, I enjoy running my own business, but you get like as much as I can say I, I'm still in the solopreneur phase, but really, after ten years,
1: yeah. and
0: it's I'm still tied down to my calendar. I'm still tied down to you know court deadlines not set by me. I'm, set. And, you know, it's not that I, I want to, as much as I may want to be like the guru on a beach, yeah. I, I just want the freedom to, like I have to go to the hospital every six weeks for, for treatment. I don't need, I don't want to like have to write a letter to the judge to explain that. I just want to be able to do it. So yeah. I think you're like, I, I resonate with that. Freedom control is, is one, you know, some of the big guiding principles. Why
1: You're, you're tied down a lot, obviously, by you know uh, court appearances and and all these kind of things that 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 are very important obviously so you can't control that as you say you know yeah
0: um now i want to bring this up because i you know with lockdown shutdown quarantine it's it it presented the space and the clearing for me to really examine what i want to do with my life i don't know if you feel the same way but if you're talking to people in your life, friends, family, that may, it doesn't have to be affiliate marketing, it doesn't have to be digital marketing, but if, if they were to come to you and say, hey, man, I, I don't know, I feel like doing something else, what, what would you share with them? What would your advice advice be um, if that question presents itself to you?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the kind of scenario where affiliate marketing or, or, or whatever, even digital marketing in general, is not for everyone. You know, the people have their own ideas and their own thoughts on, on you know, where their career, what they would like to do and, and, and that aspect. So I have talked to a f- few people over the years because they have a few friends and friends of friends and said, look, you changed career from how did you do what, what, how did that all happen? Tell them the story that we're kind of having here. And I actually, I wrote one particular guy, a very lengthy email and, you know, explaining some of the processes and sort of the areas of digital marketing because he probably didn't know too much about it. Again, this is probably five, six years ago. Um, Now, you know, I've met him a good few times since and he's still doing what he's doing. But he was interested, but not interested enough. And I think you need to want it enough as well. I would say to people, if you're thinking of it, don't hold me to it, but try and take the plunge if you can. If you're thinking about it, you should probably give it a go. Now, there's a lot of logistics that go with that and, and financial things are are the, the key thing. It's hard to give up a, a job perhaps if you've got a mortgage and rent or whatever it may be. Um, but I think people, if they're, if they're that way inclined, they feel strongly enough about it, it. It's not got getting out of their head, which has been like that for me over the years. And even in this journey here, I've toyed with, uh, why don't I just pack this in? There's no, you know, uh, nobody really, I'm not affecting anyone else. It's just me um and i go no i'm gonna stick out and i'm gonna give this a right go you know but that i suppose it leads to people are different and not everyone will see it that way and but i do think if you if you have a strong enough belief or desire you should follow it you know or give it give it a good go
0: are there any things looking back let's say your journey up until now if you want to talk about career-wise. Do it know. earlier. <laughs> all, right, all right, you got to. There it is. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Even with the printing, I think I would have jumped. I, I, I should have jumped earlier. Um, but the how and the why and the, the, the purpose is the difficult part. Um, I had an opportunity on the second of those redundancies, which was an enforced one. Well, it was a voluntary one. And I put my name forward. So, you know, I knew I was going to get enough. I was going to get the money to pay for the course that I that I wanted to do. The next part was obviously, you know, living without a proper wage for the next six or nine months. Um, but I got through that. So that was a catalyst at that moment in time. And then when I, you know, I kind of looked at the numbers and I looked at what, the earnings in that industry were around that time and I thought in in two years I could be up to even 65% of what I was on and then in another couple of years, you know, I could probably at least surpass or, or get to where I was and it, it took less. About four years I was earning more, just a little bit more or similar to what I was on at the top level when I was printing, you know, so... I was like, you know, kind of, a lot of people were baffled by that, thinking you've just changed career into something completely different at the age kind of you are, and now you're earning the same as what you were, that you built nearly 20 years to kind of get to that point. So that, but that's the society and the technological world and advances that we live in that, that's created a lot of this, you know, and um, I, I I suppose, but yeah, er, go, go earlier. It's like you, you probably see yourself when we're, you know, reading and looking and seeing people's um, motivations and they're going, you know, start yesterday. It's all, you know, just start. Do, just get into it. Do it, you know, publish from, from our point of view and, and the affiliate side of things. Don't be, don't keep waiting, you know. Now that's easier for us to do, granted, but... Uh, if you're changing career full time, yeah, it's a, a, little, a little difficult, yeah. but but you can get to a point. Then I think when you just start and you keep going and you get the momentum, um, at some point along that journey, if if all is going well, you can you can then seriously consider. I don't need my actual job, so I've enough income at least to cover that, and then you know see how, how things progress from from there.
0: Uh I want to start, like, because I I don't want to take too much of your time. But,
1: That's okay.
0: Because you had mentioned the, 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 you would listen to quite a bit of, like, audio ebooks or or, or uh, Audible. If, yeah. You can name three books. I won't say one because one is hard. But let's say three books that you highly recommend to your family and friends. Yeah. Sorry about that. What would that look like? What would that list consist of?
1: Well, is it family and friends that are – you know, they could be different type of books, or is it oh, people in this space. Would just say? Let me
0: like, it to like, yeah. Let's let's keep it to like. Yeah. The. Motivating... We're not looking at a Stephen
1: King novel. Let's yeah, say.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do think, um, think and grow rich. Power of now. And. Probably, what's the other? Trying to remember the the name it's escaped me. There's another one like that very much. Um like I have it there but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but those read- kind of books where you can you know do a little search for entrepreneur kind of yeah. books and guides. And these, I mean the, the great thing about those are actually Rich part of but I, I actually haven't that's one next on my list as well People were surprised I have not read it. But um, a lot of these books written in the, you know, some of them in the 1930s and yeah. the, the sentiment is still the same. Right. A lot of the, you know, a lot of them were really great visionaries that could see the workplace and the, you know, different aspects to it. And so the four-hour work week is it,
0: not, not a bad one too, Tim Ferriss. Very cool. Um, I was going to say, if you haven't read just i'll make this on-air recommendation yeah. uh psycho cybernetics that's a weird title but it's a, i've bought this book for everyone in my life it's because okay. i think you grow rich it's it's along that same line about using the power of vision and uh visualization extra so, so if you haven't read that i'd recommend psycho so, so cyber cybernetics by dr oh, maxwell Maltz.
1: psycho cybernetics okay right.
0: just add it to now, it. You... i
1: looked that one up yeah and
0: um, what else I want to ask you uh, one of the last questions what's the one thing we can do right now to make our Google ads work <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: unfortunately throw more money at it <laughs> which is what Google wants
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Ronan yeah. this has been absolutely fantastic I'm, I'm really glad that you said yes uh, to come on the show as we wrap up I'm going to leave the floor open to you if you have anything you'd like to share about you your journey Encouragement to others, uh, please do so.
1: Yeah, no, and thanks a million, Richard too. Um, I was I was delighted to sort of see it um, on on your Facebook, and I thought, yeah, we'll I'll, I'll touch touch base with you and give it a go. See 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 what we'll chat about. Um, I think, and it's a lot of what is going on with our game at the minute, and the people in it who are kind of on a, an early journey, or you know, maybe a bit further than that, but. It's, it's stay at it if you can, you know, just don't give up. It's people out there, some, you know, think it's this kind of a scam and whatever. And not, they're all this get rich quick schemes. It, it isn't that. People can get very rich, obviously, but it takes time. It takes effort. It takes patience and work, you know, hard work. And then you can sort of, develop from that and, and streamline things a little bit easier. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of to encourage people to, to stick at it. If you can see it, if you get clarity, which I've had now lately, um, much more than I had a few months ago of what I'm doing, where I want to go, how I'm going to get there. That's That's the beauty, I think. If you can find that, and it depends how that comes out in your head, or if someone brings it out or, you know, that kind of, um, that, that would be my, my thing. Don't, don't give up on it.
0: Awesome. Well, I mean that, that, I mean, you may be it to our, you know, the digital marketing space, but I think that applies to practically everything, right. Health issues, yeah. health, family life, uh, being steady and being consistent with it. Right. So mm, Ronan true. Henderson, thank you so, so much for your time, energy. Um, if people want to connect with you, what what are some ways they can do that? I don't know if you want to like LinkedIn, Facebook, EI, website.
1: Yeah, well, obviously I'm on uh, Facebook just Ronan Henderson. Um I'm on LinkedIn too. Um I my website is eadigitalproducts.com. dot com. My EA is derived from Earnest Affiliate, which I'm kind of building that that up. Um so eadigitalproducts.com. And um yeah, anyone there can chat me up, yeah.
0: Very cool. I'll link those up in the show notes. Uh again, Ronan Henderson, everyone, thank you so, so very much for your time and AR Nation. Until next time, take care, be well, bye for now.